This is episode number four of the Street Photography Magazine podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Street Photography Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Bob Patterson, and we're getting back onto the podcast wagon again with a very special guest today, and that's Mr. Harvey Stein. If you're not familiar with Harvey's work, he is a New York-based street photographer. He's been doing it for about 40 years. He's also an educator. He's an author. He's a curator, and he's a really cool guy. So I'm glad that he's here with us today. He has uh, recently published a new book called Briefly Seen, and it's the third in a trilogy of street photography books about different neighborhoods in New York, and he'll tell us all about that uh, during the interview. And it's also very timely because the Miami Street Photography Festival is coming up in just a couple weeks, and Harvey is one of the speakers and one of the judges at the festival. He'll be speaking on December 3rd. And by the way, the festival takes place between December 2nd and December 4th. So if you're going to be at the festival, uh, you definitely have to check Harvey out. He's a really interesting guy, and you're going to learn a lot from him. So say no more. Have a listen to my interview with Harvey Stein. And welcome back to Street Photography Magazine. I'm Bob Patterson, and we have a very special guest with us today, and that's our friend Harvey Stein. Uh, Harvey has the um, he has the honor of being the second person to be interviewed by us. Everybody else has only done it once, so we're asking you back. Let's get. Am I the Am I the first one for the second go around? Yeah, that's right. Really, I didn't. Really, I didn't. Yeah, know that's that. right. Wow, that's right. So, so welcome back, Harvey. Is uh, yeah. of course he's an author, he's a photographer, an educator, a curator. He's a mentor to some really fantastic photographers and and a whole list of other things. We probably don't have time to mention. So, welcome. Thank you. Good to be back, and good to talk to you again. Yeah, same here. Harvey's uh he's been really busy. He's uh, just published a new book called Briefly Seen that we're going to talk about and uh um he's he's in a traveling show about Coney Island, so definitely want to talk about that and he's going to be in Miami. Lucky him in December he gets to go to Miami yes. get out of the cold. So, let's start off Harvey. Tell us about your new book, Briefly Seen. Okay, it's called Briefly Seen. Uh, subtitle is New York Street Life, and uh, it covers the years 1974 to 2014, so that really totals 41 years, uh, and it's uh, mostly photographs that I've taken in Midtown Manhattan between, I'd say, 34th Street and 57th Street from... from uh, Oh, 3rd Avenue West to 8th Avenue. There's some images that uh, are from downtown Manhattan also. And the idea is uh, that I'm photographing within crowds. I'm a part of crowds, and I'm trying to show the anxiety, the nervousness, the franticness, the craziness, and the fun of uh, New York streets and, and how um, people navigate the spaces on on the 
not really the streets, the, the sidewalks, and how uh, we're always rushed and bumping into people and sometimes agitated and even sometimes unfriendly. So I'm ver- it's real close. It's close up. I'm, in the, I'm within the crowd. I'm shooting with a 21-millimeter lens. Uh, camera's up to my eye, and, I'm sh- and as I'm walking, uh, I'm photographing. I, sometimes I'm still, but usually I'm just flowing in and within the crowds and shooting faces coming at me. And often they're agitated because they're grumpy and trying to get somewhere and they can't because there's a, a lot of people on the street. So I'm putting the viewer right into the street scene. And if you haven't been to Manhattan, Midtown, you probably, it'll be a new experience for you. But if you have been here, uh, you will recognize yourself in these photographs, I think. So that's kind of the idea of the book. And it just started by me being in Midtown a lot. I teach at the International Center of Photography, which is 43rd Street and 6th Avenue. That's right in Midtown, right one street away from Times Square. So I'm not in Times Square that much. I'm on like 5th Avenue, 6th Avenue, 57th Street. Uh, And then I go to events, Midtown events like parades, and that causes um, um, lots of crowds and um, – continuing not to photograph the parades, but again, the people and the uh, craziness of the streets. So I guess that's it in a nutshell. (laughs) So did you start this on purpose or were you Um, just looking through a lot of your archives and say, boy, I have a lot of cool shots there in in these big crowds. Yeah, probably the latter. I don't think I start anything on purpose. I'd let it unfold. I, I, photograph a lot and see what I'm doing. I'm not always aware of what I'm doing right away. Um, I say that I let my photographs speak to me and guide me and tell me what, what, what I'm interested in. I mean, I'm some, somewhat conscious of it, but I do look at my contact sheets. And by the way, this is all film. This is all, um, um, you know, uh, not, not digital. Uh, I, I use two M4s. Uh, from the 70s, actually, even the late 60s. And uh, I think it, my, my, my projects evolve. And that's why it takes so long, because maybe I'm shooting, 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 and then maybe 10 years later I say, wow, look at all these pictures of crowds. Let me see what I have and let me do more and see if it adds up to anything worth uh, pursuing further. So I would say it evolves, yeah. Um, and that's the way I seem to work. I've done... My Coney Island book was 40 years. My uh, Harlem book was 23 or 24 years. I've done short-term, long-term projects, six years, 10 years. But I shoot a lot. I'm patient, and I just want to build and build and build and keep going back to the same places, the same corners, the same streets. It's always different because the people are always different. And what I'm interested in is the people. It's always about the people. And then the environment um, sneaks in, in the back, here and there. I mean, I'm close, but with a wide-angle lens, I get environment, and it's obvious where we're located. Yeah, it sure is. It's, so you've got, I mean, so the book spans about 40 years. I mean, how much has your, your own personal style changed over that 
period of time? I would say it hasn't changed. I would say it hasn't changed um, <clears throat> it, for this book. <clears throat> now, my my previous two books, by the way, this is a trilogy. This third book is is the third. This book is the third in a trilogy of th- of three books, obviously about. Uh, iconic places and neighborhoods in New York City, Coney Island, uh, first book that came out in 2011, <clears throat> excuse me, Harlem, Harlem Street Portraits came out in 2013, and that's of that neighborhood, it's Upper Manhattan. Coney Island is on the edge of Brooklyn and at the Atlantic Ocean, and now Midtown, and I see these three projects as a trilogy, and that's how we're kind of billing it and looking at it, and they go together. They're published by the same company, Schiffer Publishing. Uh, the books are the same size and format. So, But my style of, the, of shooting uh, um, Midtown is much different than my style of shooting in, uh, let's say, uh, definitely in Harlem. So I would say my style throughout this book, the latest book, Briefly Seen, is pretty... Um, consistent and I'm not dating the photographs so you don't know what's 1974 and what's 2014 although maybe some of the fashions have changed but one commentator has already said that he likes the fact that you really can't tell what when the photographs were taken I saw no reason to date the photographs or to caption them by the way um, so th- so um, so my style with Harlem is going up to people, getting in their face, talking to them, posing them on the street, using the street as a photo studio almost, and photographing them. Again, with wide-angle lenses. I'm always using wide-angle lenses. The style of Briefly Seen is much more candid and fluid. Uh, more movement, more blur. I use flash, blur, grain double images, overlapping images, low angles, wide angle, low angle flash. So I'm trying to get all, uh, all, this, um, all these techniques in the service of, of, of heightening the edginess and the anxiety of the photographs. And I, so far, people say it's working, so we'll see. Yeah, that's good. And you had a big book signing the other day. I had a big book signing at the brand-new, beautiful... Rizzoli Bookstore on uh, relocated on Broadway and 26th Street. We had a, about 200 people. Uh, I gave. I uh, was interviewed by Marilyn Kushner, who is who wrote an essay for this new book, and she is the curator of photography, prints, and architecture at the New York Historical Society and Museum. And she's a lovely lady and one of my. Uh, uh, advocates, I, I would like to say. And so we had at least 200 people and we, we sold out of books. The book, the, uh, sales manager from Schiffer had to get books out of his car to supplement. We had, we sold 60 to 70 books and there was a line at an hour long <laughs> after the talk. So it was very successful. Wow. That's really something. Yeah, Adam, it was thrill. It was a great evening. And I have several other book signings lined up and events and all that kind of stuff. And that's what you have to do, I think. And I like it. I enjoy it. 
Yeah, that's what they say. Anymore, if you publish a book, you've got to go out and sell it, right? Absolutely. How many bookstores are left? I mean, there aren't. Many. <laughs> Where do people get to see books? Uh, you know, other than online, but that's not really seeing and feeling and touching the book. No, especially a photo book. Especially a photo book. Yes. Absolutely. I love books. I I could do five books tomorrow. I mean, I'm finished with five more books, but I can't do them because I have to space it out. Um, so I'm always working, always shooting, always printing. I have a dark room, I'm always printing and trying to make new work. And it's something I love. I do it because I love it. <laughs> that's, that's the reason. It's the best reason of all, isn't it? It is. It is. I don't know why I don't get tired of doing it, but I don't. I mean, some days I'm tired, of course, but I've been doing it for over 40 years now. And it's what I want to do. It's what I want to do. So far, I can. Yeah, you know, you have to be persistent. Yes. You You have to be persistent. You have to be passionate about it. You really have to care. And you have to work at it. You have to. You can't do it for two or three or five years. You, 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 I mean, you can, but it's not gonna. It's not gonna be a career, I don't think. And a lot of good photographers just don't want to. You know, they get tired of it or they want to move on, and I respect that. I've never wanted to kind of do anything else. I don't want to make movies. I don't want to paint or <laughs> you know work in McDonald's or anything like that. I just want to. Do my photography and my art. Yeah, you're you're certainly in a good place for it. I am. New York is a great place. I love New York, and that's you know it's my muse in a way. My last three books have been a, about New York City, and I did a fourth book on Coney Island. I've done two books on Coney Island. One in color that came out in 1998, and that kind of gets forgotten. Um, and my subject matter is either the people in the city or or more directly like i did a book on artists they're all mostly new york artists i did a book on twins they're mostly people Mm -hmm. i remember that one yeah that was my first one and i'd love it to be reissued someday but we'll see who has time i guess so yeah new york i love living here i love being here it's a great city i get tired of it as we all do of wherever we are and I travel a lot. I travel and do a lot of my workshops, doing a lot of workshops, going to India, taking 12 people to India in February, going to Greece in in May with two workshops. So always planning to travel also. Yeah, is uh, Margarita going to be with you in in Greece? Yes, Margarita is my partner in Greece. She's an amazing photographer. You have interviewed her, right? I'm sorry, say that again? You've interviewed her, I believe. Uh, yes, yes. She's, yeah. uh, we featured her one month. And she was yes. traveling, so I didn't get to actually speak with her. We had to do it in writing. But, oh. man, she's amazing. She's well-taught. She's fabulous. She just came back from Lesbos, the Greek island that mm-hmm. has had about 400,000 refugees, and she, she's been photographing the refugee situation. Oh, I'd she, love to she, see that. Yeah, she lives in Athens. Uh, so she has, and she's Greek, so she has access to that island. Uh, and she was in Ethiopia, so she's she's doing quite well. Yeah. Well, that's everybody's dream to do things like that. Absolutely, absolutely. I guess that's one reason I'm a photographer. It gives me the freedom to do this. I mean, I I I have an engineering degree. I worked at 
uh, Bethlehem Steel Company in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania when I was a lot younger. I I came to New York and I got a uh, master's degree in business, uh, an MBA from Columbia. I worked on Madison Avenue for a couple of years. And while I was okay, I, it wasn't what I loved to do. And I had started shooting <laughs> and I, the photography just got more and more important to me and the work less and less important. I said, okay, I'm going to just try to become a photographer, give it two years. And if it fails, if I fail at it, I'll be able to come back to business. And uh, I never went back to business. And I'm always thrilled that I did that. I made a decision to really do what, what I wanted to do in life. And I've stuck to it and I have not been disappointed at all. I've been very happy. Well, I tell you, you know, so many people, they just get wrapped up in the in the you know making the money or you know going for the next promotion or or whatever and next thing you know it's near the end and they never really live their life so you know and they're not happy or they yeah. have been had a happy work life i mean work life is a third of your life i mean so let's make it let's do what we really want to do or at least give it a try and that's what I've always believed, and I did it, and it's worked out for me and a lot of other people, hopefully. Uh, yeah, a lot of the ones I talk to, that's for sure. So Good. Yeah, I don't interview many people who are, uh, you know, sitting in the office every day, you know, worrying about what their boss is, right. <laughs> is going to do. Right. <laughs> I, I can't imagine living like that, but some people thrive under that system. Yeah, that's true. That's fine. Yeah, you know, you mentioned something about uh, about uh, Rizzoli's having to move. Right, they lost their lease. I hear that's that's happening a lot in New York. A lot of people, you know, because of the uh, real estate prices. Yes, and, yes. You know, and, you know, it, real New York has just changed. Seems like it's changed. So I mean, it's always changing anyway, but it's right. just gotten so gentrified. It seems like uh, I agree, and, and for me, it's harder to photograph here in a way because. I like to go to funky neighborhoods and little riskier neighborhoods. It's hard to find now. There's nothing like that in Manhattan. Some part, uh, a neighborhood here or there in the Bronx, in, in Brooklyn maybe. Uh, those areas I don't know that well. Um, but still, for me, it's not only the neighborhood, it's the people again. So the people are what I really focus on. Um, so I can deal with it but it is it is it's a lot harder maybe to photograph for several reasons the gentrification and then people are more leery of it because of the internet mm -hmm. and now with all the uh terrorism and all that the cops are much stricter uh the barricades are up much more and much more strongly with parades and stuff it's hard to get into a parade unless you have a press pass. And I've never used press passes. I've never, never done that. I've never worked that way. Hmm. So, um, yeah, but it's still a wonderful place and uh, lots to shoot, I'm sure. <laughs> you just have to find your niche and your, and, and your themes. I think that's really important. I, I tend to find themes that I can work on long term and get really involved with and, 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 have a direction and a focus to um, work on that. And I, uh, you know, and not just randomly walk around. Sometimes I do that too, but usually I have more of a purpose. I'll go to 
a place or an event with the thought in mind of shooting the crowds, let's say, or going to Harlem and finding interesting individuals um, doing interesting things or hanging out on the street that are accessible. Um, so working long-term and in, on a theme uh, and, and hopefully turning it into a book, that's my, my, um, my goal really is to turn projects into books because books last and books, I think, get your name out and help your career. And, uh, but more than anything, a uh, sense of satisfaction that you can start, implement, and complete uh, a, a long-term project, and um, have other and share it with uh, a wider audience and community. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you can hold it in your hand and look at it and right. give it to somebody. Share it. Yes. Yeah. Share it. Yeah. yeah. What's it feel like when you're finally done? When it's over? Is it like? Well, a sense of relief, or yeah. uh, now what am I going to do? Of course, you say you've already got five in the works. So. Seven. Well, seven. I have seven books, and I have five in the works, and they're pretty much finished. But the thing is, when you finish shooting, that's only the begin. That's that's half the battle. Yeah. You know? Then you have to do, uh, lay it out, and you have to do the. You have to, you know, uh, scans and print. Um, you have to uh, design the book or get a designer or work with the publisher. It's, and it does take about nine months from handing over everything, all the materials, let's say, to the publisher to the time the book sees the light of day. Um, so I don't know when it's over. And then it's out, and now you're doing book mm -hmm. signings or you're doing talks or you're doing interviews. So... When is it over? I don't know. <laughs> and then I'm always working on the next one. So it's hard to say. Yeah, there's a relief. The uh, book is like giving birth. It takes nine months from the time you give all the materials to the publisher to when it's probably on the bookshelves. Um, and then there's a lot to do while it, they're they're making it. Of course, you, the, it's a back and forth. You have to lay it out. You have to sequence it. That has to be designed in those nine months, then uh, and approved and text and copy edited. There's lots and lots of work to do once everything is given to the publisher and then printed. Uh, and then you want to start uh, like six months before to try to get speaking engagements, maybe a gallery show, uh, line up interviews. Uh, so I, I've hired a publicist mm. to try to get the work uh, out and about actually last sunday in last sunday's times there was a feature on the on the work uh in the metropolitan section of the sunday times that was november 10th i think or 11th hmm. uh and then there's then there and then online there was a beautiful 14 images from 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 the book and an article so arranging all that stuff uh is a lot of energy and very time consuming, very time consuming, but I'm not complaining. I like doing it. I like the pro I like the process of doing books. I, I, I enjoy that. So it's the journey, not the destination. Yeah. The journey. And then the destination's good too. If yeah. it turns out well, and so far my books have and are well received, you can't expect to get money. I mean, get rich, you get a little bit of money, but you don't get rich. I've probably put much more money into all of my 
each of my books than what I've gotten back from it. It's not a money-making proposition, but it's a ego-boosting, confidence-boosting proposition, and it gets you um, it gets you it gets you around a little more than if you didn't do them. So. Yeah, that's true. Because I was thinking, I mean, that's a lot a lot of work. A lot of work before you even make a nickel before you sell right. a single book. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, because you you've got to love the process then, because that's. I, it's, yes. a, it's a risk. It's a big risk. Yeah, I don't look at it as a risk. Yeah. I, and th- what I look at it is I'm I'm getting I'm 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 publishing my work. I'm getting my work out. Mm-hmm. People are going to see my some of my photographs. Some people, a few people, <laughs> rather than the the images lying in my lying on my shelves and boxes or on my computer script, you know, on my memory in my computer. So, um I, yeah, and I, I like having shows. I like being published in magazines and all, but the book is, there's nothing that compares to having a book out. Yeah, you you, you bring something up. I'm going to ask you because this is something I've been thinking about. Okay. Uh, you know, particularly people who do street photography and trying to, trying to find out what the street photographers want. Why do they do this? You know, what's their ultimate desire? You deal with lots of photographers and you help them get to wherever they want to go. What is their ultimate desire? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I can't answer it for other people. Mm-hmm. I just enjoy it. Like I, in my talk on Monday night at Rizzoli's, I said, I just, I was out this past Sunday at Coney Island. I went out there again. I mean, I, I've done two books on it. I've been there 1,200 times probably. Who's counting? And I went. I went alone. And uh, it was fabulous. I just I talked to a lot of people. It was bright, sunny. It was chilly. The polar bears, there's a polar bear club that goes into the water <laughs> when it's cold. Photograph them. I know a lot of them. It was just like I shot 10 rolls of film uh, in about four hours. It takes an hour by train or more to get there, an hour back and three or four hours there. It's a full day. It was a beautiful day and it was so much fun. I just loved it. I, I don't know. And I hadn't been out there for about a, a month or so. So I don't know. I, I like being out. I like being with in the crowds. I like being with people. I like meeting new people. So I think if you're a street photographer, you have to like people. And my approach, as I've said before probably to you, is um, um, involving myself with the people, going up to them, talking to them, and then photographing them. Often, I don't ask permission, but I tell them I'm going to photograph them. I don't say, can I photograph you? I say, I'd like to photograph you. And I give them the chance to say no, but most of the time they say yes if you come on to them nicely. And I just enjoy, again, I enjoy shooting, I enjoy the process, I enjoy meeting people, if for a minute or two, and I enjoy being out and about. So I can't speak for other people. It's a really good question. Maybe I'll ask them. (laughs) In some ways, it's easy to do because you don't need a lot of equipment. I mean, it's easy to get there. Mm -hmm. You don't have to set up lights in a studio. You don't need a lot of stuff. You you need two legs or one and a half legs. camera and that's and that's it and new york is very full of people they're everywhere like if i lived in la and i wouldn't be a street photographer i'm from pittsburgh 
I probably wouldn't be a street photographer. There's not enough action on this street. Cleveland, I don't know, maybe. No, there's not. And I go to a lot of events, by the way. I mean, I do go to like uh, a ragamuffin parade, the Halloween parade. I go to, uh, you know, uh, Puerto Rican parade, Israeli Day parade. Uh, um, uh, and, and, and I don't shoot the parades. Again, it's, it's the people. And, and they're always fun. I, a lot of Hispanic parades. Very, very ethnic here, and uh, they're just uh, in, in these events, people are very accessible, also, and it's just enjoyable. So, it's a matter of enjoying life, I think, and wanting to participate not as a direct participant, but as an outside participant with a camera. I guess most photographers are on the outside looking in, we're not on the stage, we're in the audience recording and and interpreting with our cameras um and uh, i don't know i guess I, I like doing that and seeing how other people behave and and meeting people meeting people yeah so, you do you have to like people i think you do i think you do um and but that's a good question i'm going to ask I'm, I'm teaching a street photography class now at icp i'm going to ask them yeah when I meet up with them next Tuesday, I'm going to, I'm going to ask them that very question and try to get a better handle on it. Yeah. I, I'm very interested in learning more, more about that. What, you know, a, what motivates yeah. people? I think, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of our readers are older. Right. Most of them are men. I think a lot of people want to leave a legacy one yeah. way or another. Maybe. You know, I know a lot of women that are street photographers, but probably men more. Maybe now, not. I'd say it's closer to 50-50. I have more women in my street photography classes than men. I think generally women take more photo classes than men, at least at ICP these days. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And some of the women are fearless. I mean, wow. And they can, you know, they can use their femininity maybe a little bit to get guys on the street to say yes to them to photograph. So I don't want to sound sexist here, but well, it's probably easier to get closer to yeah. less of a threat. Right. Exactly. And with children on the street, yes, you're a tall guy and big guy that you're a little more scary to the parents at least. If oh, not. Yeah. So there's advantages to being, I think, female. Definitely. Yes. Yes. So, um, so you're going to be in, uh, you're going to be in Miami. Is that next week? Uh, December third. I'm giving a, a, they call it a master talk. Uh, I'll be there from the second to the fourth, and I have to come back. And I'm teaching over that weekend here in New York. But yeah, I wish I could stay longer, but I can't. And uh, I have not been to yet to the Miami Street Photography Festival, but it sounds really great. Um, there's uh, th four master talks, Maggie Steber, uh, David Allen Harvey, Peter Turnley, and myself. So I'm in good company, and I'm going to really look forward to it. Yeah, and uh, as I told you before we started, we are going to be publishing a special uh, special issue uh -huh. uh, about the event or the winners from the event. And so yes. make, make sure somebody takes your photograph down there. Okay. Send it back so we can put it in. It's going to come out right after. So you. Okay. 
I'll try to remember that. I'll, yeah. Uh, and we, the four of us, are going to be judging the uh, fi- the finalists are being are, are are selected already, and it's going to be up on it's the History Miami Museum. I think it's called History Miami Museum or Miami History. It's History Miami Museum. It's going to be the the finalists. You said there were ninety four images, ninety three images or finalists, something like that. Yeah, there's huh. quite a few. That they'll be up on the walls, and then uh, the four speakers are going to make the final uh, selections, the final three or four or five uh, prizes. So that'll be interesting to do. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing that for a few years. It's yes, really I think something. it's the fourth or fifth year of, of the event. Yeah, maybe I'll go next year. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to carve out time in October to go back to Italy to go to the one in Siena. Uh-huh. So Santa's a beautiful city. I oh like. yeah. <laughs> it sure is. But uh, you know, I've I've got to have a reason to go to Florida in in December. Definitely. Well, there's the reason. Yeah, that's the best one. Sounds- so, what's your uh, what's your master talk going to be about? Well, uh it's going to be about showing the trilogy and and about my work and how I work and uh I have two hours, probably an hour and a half, an hour and 15 minutes, and then some time for questions and answers. And then we're going to do a book signing of the three books, of the three books, uh, the Coney Island, Harlem, and, and Briefly Seen books. So, so uh, I'm going to show, uh, you know, project images from the three books. That's what I often do and how I work and maybe why and tell some stories. Um, that's uh, and that'll span. That spans about forty-five years, from nineteen seventy to two thousand and fourteen. That's forty-five years. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, and I've done it before, obviously, and it, it it usually is very well received. Yeah, I I love attending those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. I I saw Sam Abel talk a few years uh, ago, and just. He was good. Very good storyteller. Obviously, a great photographer. Yeah. You should go start a road show. Just go on the road. Well, you know, I do workshops, and we've talked about doing a workshop. Yes. So I want to talk about that a little bit at some point. Yes. I, I was in Denver. I did a – I had a show in Denver of uh, Harlem and Coney Island in uh, September, October – I gave a talk at the Denver Art Museum that was standing room only, and then uh, did a three a two day workshop for the Colorado Photographic Art Center, and that went very well. So it was like a five day wow trip that I was there, and uh, and had these three big events: the opening of the show, the talk, and then the um, the um, workshop. Uh, street photography workshop and uh, it was i love doing that so <laughs> let's do it in cleveland you're giving me some ideas here I'm okay jotting some things down right as we maybe we speak. maybe we can arrange a bit of a show somewhere that's what i'm thinking that would be wonderful yeah i'm gonna talk to some folks we've got a very large camera store it's biggest biggest one between new york and chicago really yeah yeah, Dodds are very, very good. Uh huh. Do they do they have a wall space for shows at all? Do they do that? I don't know. I I know they 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 have lots of talks. 
Uh-huh. And uh, I know a few people down there, so. Do you know anyone at the museum? No, not not really. That would be the place to do something. Uh, yeah. I know people who know people at the museum. Uh-huh. Well, we could talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about that offline. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then another thing, speaking of museums, you're... You're part of a uh, show about Coney Island. Coney Island, yes. Yeah, uh, with, uh, with a few other photographers that yeah. uh, few of us have heard of. <laughs> like Robert Frank, yeah. Harvest, Those uh, guys. Bruce Davidson has a couple images in the show. He's fabulous. Um, uh, I think Friedlander, Winogrand, definitely has some pictures in the show. But it, it's a... a about 140 or so objects, uh, ephemera, um, artifacts, murals, posters, paintings, Reginald Marsh, great paintings. And it's about how um, Coney Island has influenced uh, American culture. And um, it span, it, it's called uh, – Visions of an American Dreamland, 1861 to 2008. So uh, it's it's four museum, two-year traveling show. It was um, conceived and originated at the Wadsworth Anthenaeum, which is in Hartford, Connecticut. They showed it first, and they they got this whole show together. Then it went to the San Diego Museum of Art. Now it's at the Brooklyn Museum of Art, and it's going to go to the McNay Museum of Art in San Antonio, Texas, probably April through May or June, and then I guess it's that's the end. And it's just opening today, November 20th. I went to a VIP opening on Wednesday, and it's fabulous. And then the museum is complementing this show with 42 photographs, of Coney Island from their collection. So that's nice. So there's a couple other satellite shows within the museum uh, alongside the major show. Well, it's a, it's a perfect place to have it. It's, it has to be in Brooklyn because that's yeah. where the island is. And I have four photographs in the, the, the show from my Coney Island book. Uh, they approached me and they asked me and, I said yes for sure, and I have a wall. I have one wall f- f- on in the Brooklyn show uh, of four of my uh, black and white film uh, analog photographs, and that looks great. I'm very happy with it. So, sorry, I'm uh, reaching for my copy of your Coney Island book here, right? Oh, now. you have it? Uh, yeah. I- I have the. Uh, Do you have a copy of Briefly Seen? Uh, no, not yet. Okay, I wasn't sure. I didn't know. I mean, it's just. Yeah, just, I, I've got the. Uh, I've got the uh, softbound one. I don't have of what? Of Coney Island? Yeah, the color one. Yeah. Oh, you don't have the hardbound? No, no, I don't. I should. That's what I'm trying to look through to see which. Uh, so you say your your photo is like the the signature photo for the the whole exhibit, right? Right, but but the one that's in the on the heart, the newer Coney Island book. It's not the one on the cover of the color book. Yeah, which one is it? Is it the 
It's a couple on the beach hugging. And okay. Look, yep. I know which one it is. Okay. Because we published it in the uh, in our article about you a couple right. of years ago. Right. So that's the one they've chosen. I don't know why they chose it. They called me. They said, we want to use this. Uh, they have such great pictures. I mean, but this is the one they wanted. And it's everywhere. It's on all their promotional materials, a big banner. Uh in the in the entrance way, it's it's like wow. So it was in the Times, uh, you know. So they they're using it a lot, which I'm happy about. Yeah. Speaking of the Times, we'll have to get a link to that article. I'll send it to you. Yeah, please do. I want to put send it in the the show notes with this. Okay, I'll send you that, and I have a a, a wonderful uh, a review of the book. Uh, from f-stop magazine i don't know if you know that it's a blog Mm -hmm. Uh, and then eric uh, kim has also done an interview oh good so he's everywhere he is he's pretty terrific too you talk have you ever interviewed him no i should i really should and uh yeah he's just a prolific very blogger and writer and yeah, and his his site is very good. I would highly recommend it. It is. It's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So, Harvey. So, so uh, yeah, we want to get all that, and plus your book is available on Amazon as well, right? Yes, definitely. Good. So where where can people find more info about you? We want to make sure we've got everything. We'll have a big list of links in the article, but uh, okay. what's, your, uh, what's your website? Website is www.harveysteinphotography.com, harveysteinphotography.com. And there's a lot of stuff there, probably more than people need to know. <laughs> you're on there. You're, you're uh, a link. And um, Thank you. Our, our previous uh, interview is on, on there uh, under a section called Interviews. And Good. So, and hopefully this will be there, too. I hope so, too. Yes. So we're really, um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You were saying I, something. I teach at the International Center of Photography, and I welcome emails. I, I do workshops all over the world, as I said, and um, always interested in bringing people to these great countries at a reasonable price. Yeah, that's uh, it's one of my one of my bucket list things is to is to go on a travel uh, workshop like you do okay to go to do one or to uh participate in one yeah no to participate well we're doing uh i'm sold out with india but we we're we, i i'm yet to announce the uh the uh greece one but uh soon uh and it's in may we're doing two different workshops in greece in may um and we did one last may and it was so successful we're gonna we're expanding it and Margarita is my partner, so it's going to be amazing. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> so if you can do that, and there'll be others. Have you been to Greece? No, I haven't been to Greece. Greece is fabulous. It's gorgeous, and the people are wonderful. Yeah, that's that's another one on my list. Yeah, great. Well, it's a matter of getting away. That's right. You just have to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. You have to be determined to make the time, definitely. Well, Harvey, well, thank you very much. It's okay. a real pleasure talking to you and hearing about what you're up to. Great. 
Thank and you. I really appreciate your uh, interviewing me and uh, your interest in my work. Really oh, anytime, anytime. Okay, well, another book, we'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, you can count on it. Okay. The next five. Okay, okay. Okay. 